Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap, which is our preview podcast that we use for an upcoming EKN Trackside Live event. It is episode 45, September the 27th. All three of the EKN staffers on this one here, myself, Rob Howden, alongside David Cole and Nate Dean, as it's a uh, all-hands-on-deck weekend. The first time we'll actually be all together at an event, and it's going to be the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 6, the biggest four-cycle sprint race in the country, uh, sixth edition of this big race. We'll jump in and talk about it in a second. Before we do, let's introduce our presenting sponsor for this edition of the Outlap, Skip Barber Racing Schools. Are you looking for the next step in racing? Go from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Racing School. Skip Barber alumni are champions in every motorsport series, including Formula One, NASCAR, IMSA, and IndyCar. Get behind the wheel of a Skip Barber Formula Four car featuring a 160 horsepower turbocharged engine. Our highly structured and competitive Skip Barber Formula Race Series is the perfect platform to start your racing career so you can fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. With equalized race cars and a focus on driver development, your driving skills will determine if you end up in victory lane. Learn more about the Skip Barber Racing School at skipbarber.com or call 866-932-1949. All right, David. All right, Nate. Let's jump into this thing here now. Cup Carts North America Grand National Six. Uh, again, I had a couple of conflicts. I get to come back at it again after missing a couple. David, you've done the last three in a row. Nate, you've been there before as well. Newcastle Motorsports Park, the largest Briggs and Stratton only event in North America and the world. Should be absolutely fantastic. Uh, David, your thoughts heading into this big race? Oh, back behind the wheel. That's that's the number yeah. one thing. Let's start with that, getting back behind the wheel. It's been a long year. I have not uh, sat in a cart that long. So um, exciting to be back behind the wheel. It's been a long 365 days, <laughs> essentially. Okay. Uh, just, you know, busy with, with the site. You know, obviously, we we're now into our regular schedule. Uh, you know, December, we were at the racetrack and, and just it's just kind of gone by so quickly and, and everything away from the track as well, too. So um, just excited to be back behind the wheel, but excited about making history again. You have to be there to understand, you know, as we've talked about this event so many times. And it's just it's just going to be a phenomenal one. I, I always talk about the fact when I was at that first one I was at in 19, 2019 was that I had this feeling that I was. It was the same feeling I had when I was at the first couple one, two, three super nationals in Las Vegas, that, that, that we were part, we were part of something special. We were part of something that was going to explode. Obviously the super nationals now into its 25th year this year, it's been, it's been the biggest race in the, in the, uh, in the country. Uh, but that's how I felt when I was there in, in 2019, right? This race, all the four cycle people coming together. It's just such a great, amazing happening. It's evolving. It's growing, you know, Greg, and Steve are doing the best they can to kind of evolve with it and try to keep it, you know, still affordable to a certain extent. Uh, but it's a massive event. We've got drivers coming in from all over uh, the U.S. A lot of drivers coming in from Canada as well. Nate Dean, you've been there before. You're just, what, wrapping up your fourth month uh, working for eCardingNews.com. We're, we're going to throw you right into the trackside uh, program this weekend because we're racing. You're essentially handling, handling the coverage this weekend. Yeah, and what an event to like right <laughs> cup carts with 380 entries we'll get into that one later but yeah it'll be a handful but it'll keep me busy so that will be nice true enough true enough uh david we we bought the website back in what 2004 that one of your first biggest races with the supernat so i think you probably have a bit of a feel for what nate's thinking right now too yeah supernats in 2004 was my first well even rock island grand prix you know when they you know had over 400 entries at that event so i got to go there it wasn't my full first time uh you know first full trackside event you know but the the super nationals there at the sam boyd stadium and 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 staying at the excalibur (laughs) and all that you know all that crazy crazy you know just Believe me, like I barely remember it, but I just I took in every moment as possible. But it just seems so long ago, and and then, you know Nate's going to be doing the same. You know he he actually is going to know a lot of the racers already, Agreed. so I think that helps to where I just came in <sighs> kind of you know bone dry, not knowing you know what drivers looked like without their helmets on and stuff <laughs> like that. So um, so that's that's going to be the good thing. But Nate, you know certainly you know he he reminds me of myself. He's hardworking puts the nose down, gets the job done. So he's going to have a uh, great coverage all weekend long. And then we'll be able to there be able to, uh, you know, help out here and there 
as, yeah. as the weekend goes on. Yeah, true enough. We'll still be there to do what we can. We'll be handling a lot of the social media, of course, for what our own racing is. We'll be taking over a lot of the EKN stuff with David Nye's racing as well. Uh, let's, David, let's start with the, the, the track layout. Um, is this is it the same one that I raced in 2019, right? So I actually, I actually know the racetrack. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to know exactly what this layout will be. Uh, you've done it 2019. Actually, this track layout was used for... Uh, four previous events, the first three, four years of the event. Last year, they have obviously that certain uh, unique uh, ski jump layout that they used. Uh, so that was a little different configuration, but they're going back to uh, what is track 43 layout in the counterclockwise direction. So essentially, it's like the national track at Newcastle Motorsports Park, but without the I-70 corner and including the Monza. So that's uh, the track layout again. We have a video on YouTube. You can go check it out to see what it's like in a Briggs uh, with me piloting. You can tell me exactly what I do right and what I do wrong <laughs> and enjoy, enjoy that. But uh, yeah, it's, and it, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting, somebody said it's a very hard, hard layout to pass on. Well, so we'll see. I know it was, it made for some challenging racing and a lot of big lead packs uh, in, you know, especially in 2019 and 2020. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what this does. Nate, what's, what are your thoughts on the track layout itself? I'm sure you know, you know, the layout is it's, it's, as I recall too, there's, there's, there are places to pass. You have to really get momentum on somebody and, and then kind of jam it in there. So your thoughts on the track layout? Yeah, I, I like it. I've all, I've, always been a bit of a stickler for it i think the entirety of it, it is great i think it would make a bit better racing if we did use i-70 i think that would make some nice runs to the line but i think using the monza layout and the one they have at the second half of the track now is has produced some good finishes in the past uh david the 2017 a two final weekend before they moved to the single race in 2018 so uh the the layout let's let's jump into the event schedule thursday of course unofficial practice we'll be on track kind of dialing things in with our teams but give us a layout for friday through sunday yeah thursday the unofficial practice so i'm not sure if the series is running it you know cup carts north america or if it's track run so we'll see uh get the info when we get down there thursday friday because of the, the amount of class sizes, uh, they've had to kind of rework that schedule, especially with the addition of a third heat. That's something we haven't had since I think it was 2020. Uh, yes, 20, 2019 and 2020 had three heats. And so they're bringing heat three back. Last year, they only had two heats in the main event. So it's kind of shake, shook up the schedule a little bit. So we're only going to get two rounds of practice on Friday. That's going to be essentially your morning warm up and then your final practice. And that'll decide what qualifying, how you go out for qualifying, what order you're going to go in. And so they'll run all the categories in qualifying. And then they'll have the first set, first half of the heat races uh, Friday evening, essentially. <laughs> We're going to be there. Friday is going to be a long day and a busy day. So uh, we'll get the first half of heat one races. We'll come back Saturday morning with warm up. And then we'll do the second half of the opening round of heats. And then we'll get into heats two and heat three all heat races are going to be eight laps each so essentially 24 laps progressive heat races as well too so qualifying sets you up for heat one where you finish in heat one sets you up for heat two and etc to heat three as well so 24 uh laps to decide uh where you're going to line up and for those categories junior senior light sportsman senior medium those categories are going to have last chance qualifiers. Those will be run Saturday or Sunday morning. Uh, and then we'll have our main events later that evening or that day. Hey, I got a question. Um, I probably should know the answer to this already, but progressive through the heat races, where you finish is where you start. But in the end, do they take your, your results? Your from points. All those? Yeah. So points. They'll, yeah, okay. they'll take to take your points from all three heat races. And obviously those, I don't, I think they go highest points is good. So it's the opposite of golf. Okay. And, and a lot of the other formats we're used to. So they'll give you points for the heats. And so I think it's whoever scores the most has uh, the pole position and then down the order as they go. So, yes, yeah, so you want to be good. All three heat races 
So consistent results will certainly put you uh, in position uh, for a good starting spot on the main event. Uh, we are underway with episode 45 of EKN Outlap, where we are, we are previewing this coming weekend's Cup Carts North America Grand National 6. This show brought to you by the Skip Barber Racing School. We get back after this first break. We'll go by the numbers. We'll let you know uh, how we're looking in terms of all the categories. And I'll, I'll, I'll tease it. Record numbers for 2022. Don't go anywhere. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting. And we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Four Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in breakthrough Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the Outlap Preview Podcast. Rob Howden here with David Cole and Nate Dean, episode number 45. It is September the 27th, just a couple of days away, actually two days away from getting things fired up at Newcastle Motorsports Park for this week, this uh, year's Cup Carts North America Grand National Six. Uh, David, let's let's jump into the buy the numbers here right now. 2019, 281 entries. 2020, 296. Big jump in 2021, uh, 21, 375. And as of Monday, yesterday at noon, 380 entries, a new record. And they, uh, I would expect, will be with maybe walk-ups or late entries flirting with four, with 400 entries. Yeah, I haven't, I'm, I'm actually should check up right now to see where we're at after, you know, a day uh, already. And again, registration still open. They're opening, keeping it open until tomorrow. And then they'll do at track registration on Thursday. So, uh, yeah, we could we could certainly see that 400 mark 
by the by the by the time we hit qualifying. Nate, what do you think about your class there that, that you would be running in 71 entries in senior light? Yeah, a lot of friends and people I know running in that one. It's gosh. That's amazing. Good to see the numbers up. Glad I'm doing media this weekend. <laughs> Put it there. But, but I yeah, I, that's those are definitely going to be the two classes that I'll keep a keen eye on, and a lot of a lot of big names in that one. I think the really cool thing, David, is that kind of the, the senior light, medium, heavy, and masters really is allowing dr- drivers to do two classes. Right, you're going to run maybe senior light and senior medium, senior medium and senior heavy, or for the masters drivers, a lot of those guys running either senior medium or potentially senior heavy, as you are, David, doing double duties. So good to see numbers there: seventy-one in light, sixty-nine in medium, thirty-eight in senior heavy, down a couple from 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 last year. The masters class has been kind of where it's been throughout the entire time. You know, right maybe 39 up to 46. So that kind of window, 45 drivers and masters is amazing. It is. And again, that could be a category. We see some walk-ups and get up to the the 50 mark. You you mentioned the double duty. That's one of the things we got from race select, uh, the registration program used by cup carts, North America, only 53 drivers are running double duty, meaning competing in two classes. So as you said, that light to medium or medium to heavy or heavy to masters even. And we even have masters of legends as well, too. A couple of guys doing double duty on that as well. So those are the only categories you can do double duty. Kid carts, sportsmen, junior, all of those drivers, they have to run those categories alone. So you figure that's a hundred or uh, I can't do my math very good. Um, very well. hundred and what? Tw- 110 between the, the three categories. Yeah. So 110 drivers under mm-hmm. the age of essentially 15 and 14 uh, there for the event, just there for the event. And then you throw in all the senior and old guys. It's just, uh, you know, you got probably well over 300 drivers going to be at Newcastle Motorsports Park, which is, again, phenomenal. You're talking about, you know, USPKS. That's probably the only event we've seen over the 300 mark, both at GoPro and Orlando. Yeah. And they, they even have double duty drivers there as well, too, running junior, you know, drivers double duty and junior, and then drivers double duty and senior. So this pipe might possibly be, in terms of drivers, probably the largest uh, event of the season thus far. One of the cool things, David, you, you mentioned getting some some stats here from the guys at Race Select. And, and what I love is 250 different cities being represented, 33 different states or territories when you count uh, north of the border into Canada as well. But, you know, as we said, there's a lot of great Briggs racing up in Canada. Of course, the Cup Carts Canada program uh, coming online this year with a couple of races. They were very, very successful and will be even bigger next year. Uh, Canada, Ontario, second only to Indiana, David. 33 drivers coming down from Canada. I actually expected more because a couple of the major teams aren't making the trek down, but 33 drivers from Ontario coming down to race as well. Well, the 33 is from Canada alone, so... Um, not just Ontario. So again, but oh, if you count coming from Ontario, yeah, if we, the bulk of the, uh, of, of the entry is certainly coming from the Ontario area. And again, yeah. So that, that shows, you know, the, the, you know, we've seen it over the years, so over the last 10 years that Briggs and Stratton has been doing the 206 program. Canada has been a, a focal point of the growth of the program in the grassroots level. So, you know, it's no surprise to see that we saw that pre COVID, you know, in 2019, the first yep. year you were there and I were there, a lot of Canadians that came down, a lot of race teams from Canada that came down and competed uh, at the event. So it's certainly, a, again, we thought it was going to be bigger numbers. We There there certainly was talk, you know, especially with the Canada uh, division going on up there with cart, cart, Cup Carts North America. We thought it was going to happen, but, um, you know, Canada has certainly a busy schedule. It does. Um, I'm not sure. I don't have it on my schedule. I thought somebody was telling me there's a conflict. Uh, Maybe it's club racing that is going on, but I don't have any major regional or national events going on this weekend. So maybe it's more so the club, you know, club finales or. Or, or something like that going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, good, good possible. I know that the Oktoberfest Grand Prix is next weekend, not this weekend, but the following weekend. That may, okay. have, may have taken a couple of people from there, but you're, you're right. Probably a number of clubs wrapping things up still. But again, that, <laughs> that just leaves room for more growth next year, right? For more Canadians to come down for sure. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps things up from Brian. No. By, what? Oh, Nate, what we were going to, I was going to ask Nate, what, right, uh, give, give, what, pick out a couple of the, the uh, crazy stats that we got from Race Select. What are, what are kind of your favorites? 
Yeah, so, I mean, we touched a little bit upon seeing the two senior categories, mainly senior light being the big classes this year. Obviously, senior light seeing a bit of growth. Growth It's up 33% from last year. The one stat that kind of hard to wrap my mind around is, okay, over a thousand sets of tires were going to be provided and used by Vega, which is enough if you stack them on top of each other will be taller than Willis T- Sears Tower in Chicago. Damn. All right. Pretty amazing. That's, that's a lot of rubber. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and shout out to everybody oh, yeah. from TS Racing bringing all those tires up from Florida as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. For the for the uh, the race tires, all that. And then not to mention all the practice tires that are being yeah. used yeah. So, and, and, and the rain tires, you know, that are going to be hopefully sitting there all weekend long, not be used. Uh, that's that's going to be key. Yeah, pretty pretty cool stuff for sure. Again, Grand National Six, the sixth edition of the Cup Carts North America Grand National coming up this week in the event presented by Nitro Cart. Uh, again, we'll go to a quick break here, folks. When we do come back, it's time to start going class by class. We'll hit senior medium, senior light, senior heavy, hit you the entry numbers, some former winners. We'll pick out some of the drivers that we'll be watching throughout this weekend. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode 45 of The Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole and Nate Dean as we dive into a preview of this coming weekend's Cup Carts North America Grand National 6 at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Guys, let's dive in first with Senior Medium. Um, this, This is to me like looking at uh, for, for those of us who know four cycle racing, it's like looking at the X30 senior class at the Super Nationals, right? It's absolutely stacked top to bottom. David, you can give us some former winners and then we'll dive in and have a look at some of the some of the big guns that are going to be at this race this weekend. Well, I think the biggest uh, former winner is the defending winner, Colin Warren, who won the opening main event back in 2017. So he's got two wins alone in this category. Again, this one was... Uh, basically the only CIK category at the time, because again, when cup carts first started, it had that gold cup style bodywork. So you had your, your kind of your senior open medium. I think it was senior open heavy. Those were the two kind of big categories, uh, when, when cup carts first started. And so they decided to add CIK bodywork into one category and this was it. And Colin Warren was able to win that, that, uh, inaugural year in 2017, uh, you look at Gary Lawson. I mean, the, that guy is the emperor of Rock Island Grand Prix, won, yep. winning in 2018. Mm-hmm. Jordan Pryor, the first Canadian to win this category in 2019 when he came down uh, pre-COVID. Uh, Jacob Donald, the uh, the uh, 
stud from Pennsylvania, longtime manufacturers cups, uh, Supercarts USA, USPKS race winner, uh, came with the Cart Republic and won in 2020. And again, Colin Warren, the defending winner coming into this year's event with 69 drivers set to battle in uh, senior medium. All right, Nate, we'll throw it towards you here right now. Pick up a pick out a couple of drivers you think we should be watching here this year. I mean, it really is kind of an all-star lineup of four cycle <laughs> racing all across the country. I mean, uh Bowden Barnwell, who races in Pad Holder, did well in there. You have people who did well at Texas Sprint Racing Series, at local clubs. I mean, Brandon Lemke, Pauly Massimino. Brennan Jarsakrak, all big names that you can't discount. Adam Maxwell, personally, and this is going to be a bit of Minnesota bias, Vince Katina, who I've seen him race this year, and he's had a big step up. Not, Don't know if he can take the win, but I do think he'll be a dark horse and be able to be there if stuff does go down. Yeah, David, you have it on the notes here that Skatina actually, you know, a couple of top 15s of the last couple of years, right? So you got to expect just getting quicker and quicker. Yeah, 13th in 2020, 14th last year. So certainly not necessarily a dark horse, a guy that was in contention. And as as, uh, as Nate was kind of alluding to, again, you just have to kind of be in contention, especially at this race where anything can happen on that final lap. And we saw that last year and the year before that as well. You know, he hit on the big heavy hitters, Massimino, Jarzakrak, and Brandon Lemke making his Briggs 206 debut, I think, this weekend. I, have, I don't think he's ever raced a 206 before. <laughs> so I'm going to say this is kind of like a, you said a sidestep, but it's still kind of a step down from Yamaha. But he is probably over the last, what, 15 years has probably been one of the best 100cc racer in the country. Not coming off a KA100 uh, senior victory at the USPKS finale at Newcastle. So uh, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be an interesting combination, but you got jars of crack. He's going to be, uh, again, back with Coyote, uh, did really well last year, finished third. Massimino coming under the CRG banner recently and got recruited by Ewan Jeffrey of CRG Nordam to come race this race with CRG. So uh, he was slated to race with Nitro Kart, but uh, that deal fell through with, with the, uh, the Speed Concept Racing and CRG uh, alignment for him for uh, his uh, two-cycle program. And the reason why I said that that it's kind of a side move for me because I've always believed that that four cycle was kind of a uh, just another discipline, right? And when I when I was coming through the, in the nineties, all the guys that ran Yamaha or even you know some guys that ran Formula A, but all the Yamaha guys also ran four cycle Honda at that point, which is what we had in Ontario. And so I was I've always had a great respect for four cycle and and, and watching guys uh, run it. Well, right. Then when I say step down, I'm just talking speed. I'm just talking yeah. maximum speed. And I'm not, no, yeah, I'm not talking down on, on the speed because I mean, it allows guys like us, a guy who hasn't raced all year long to be able to jump yeah. in the cart and go, I mean, that that's the perfect. And again, affordable, fun, like all, all the things that myself as a 43 year old look for. Again, I love the speed side of things, but to be able to be competitive at 43 and not be on a workout program like yourself, Rob, uh, <laughs> agreed. is fun. I 100%, 100% <laughs> agree. Let's throw a couple of names out here just because they're the, their own respective champions. You mentioned former winner Colin Warren, South champion. You've got James Overbeck, the North champion, and got Jonathan Treadwell, multi-time Canadian champion as well, but also the Canada champion from the, the Cup Carts North America program. Three drivers easily could be in the in the fight for the race win. I'll throw Jed Perkins in there, right, as well. Jed from St. Petersburg, Florida. We've watched him do so well in Florida and in, in the Cup Carts North America races down south, the south program, and a lot of big races as well. I think uh, I think Perkins would be a guy that will be at the, the front end of this grid as well. Yeah, I think Treadwell was one of those drivers that was very competitive in 2019. Uh, so that that's certainly a driver to watch. O- Overback is actually last year's junior champion so this is a senior rookie season I like so it. we'll see how well you know obviously he's doing well made the transition great to win the uh, the north program but uh, again this is a this is a big one uh just just to step up jake venberg from minnesota so to help nate with with some of his minnesota connections there <laughs> yeah but don't don't forget jordan burnlore you know former yeah. rock island grand prix 100%, winner yeah uh let me throw out one more name just because i like saying his name Derek escabel escabel <laughs> making the trek from California, the Cal speed guru, the guy who does it all at Cal speed karting 
And, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing him trackside be able, again, we always see a lot of people while we're working, but now as, as a racer, we'll be able to there cheer him on and, 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 and be able to talk setups and, and everything like that. So it'll be really cool to see Derek, uh, trackside at Newcastle. Yeah. A couple other forcible guys. You, you just can't stop. You, you have to talk about when in a race like this, we have Sean Meyer, Scott Clayman, uh, who else do they have up here? Chris Carroll. Like these are guys that have been, you know, front running guys for a decade or more. Right. So you, you know, they're going to be good. Mick Gabriel has been really good all year long and everything he's driven. So watch for him to be right in there. Mark Steele is a former winner, not in the, not in the, in this particular category, but he's won before uh, at the grand nationals. Uh, Nate, anybody else here? I know there's lots to talk about in this one. Anybody else you want to shine a spotlight on? I mean, yeah, you touched on, Jake and Jordan also from Minnesota, but I think, yeah, if Jake and Vince and Jordan, they've all worked well together up front when they've been at the track on the same weekend. So if we can see that level of cooperation between them, we could see some Minnesota names up front. Jordan Pryor's back again. Driver lives very close to me in Guelph, Ontario. He's back. He's a former winner. Justin Wisher, a winner at Rock Island. David Hunter Fox, Jake Ostrom, another Rock Island winner. Man, this like like Nate said from the get go, this is an all star race for for drivers yeah. in senior media. Yeah, I think Hunter Fox, one of the uh, hurricane victims, he's going to stay back oh, no. and uh, not compete. So I j- I saw that this okay. morning on social media. So Hunter Fox actually pulling, pulling out of the race. So again, we'll see what happens with some of the Florida entries. Again, that's one thing that we're kind of monitoring uh, and seeing what happens. Obviously, some people are already maybe have already started their trek there to uh, to Newcastle to get there tomorrow to set up. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. Uh, especially along those along the the western coast and, and the Tampa Bay area, uh, how they uh, approach this weekend with sure. uh, obviously a certainly a uh, could be a devastating hurricane. Again, you just don't know. That's the uh, the crazy thing about weather. You just don't know exactly what's going to happen with that. Agreed. Sixty nine drivers in senior medium bump it up to seventy one in the senior light class guys. We're, we have some quite a bit of double duty guys in here, but David, there's a bunch of drivers that are running running here in, in, in the light class that maybe I, I don't see in medium right now, which is pretty, pretty exciting. I'm sorry. I missed well, that. Just, Say that. I said, there's guys that are running in, in light that aren't running in medium as well. I'm talking Austin Garrison, Austin jurors, just from the very top of the, the alphabetical order here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's maybe just because of, you know, the changing weights that's, you know, everybody's trying to get so close on the weights, especially in a Briggs program with the lower horsepower, uh, you want to be as close as possible. So going back and forth and not really sure, um, you know, about, you know, the time, because again, the timetable didn't even come out till, till Sunday night. So people weren't quite sure exactly how much time they would have in between sessions. Um, some people aren't comfortable with the, the, the hectic, back and forth of, you know, changing gears and changing weights, uh, or, you know, not having the ability to have two different carts. So, yeah, um, true. again, it, it depends on, again, Nate, you could probably help us out with the weight. I'm not exactly sure what senior light to senior medium is, but I'm, I'm guessing it's at least 20 pounds. Yeah. And I mean, from taking it to a driving perspective, it does make quite a bit of a difference, at least seeing Taking an example of watching some of our junior drivers progress up to the senior category, learning to drive a four cycle cart or any car for that matter with a heavier mass, making it more and more momentum based that we've seen in this four cycle racing is hard for some people to pick up. And if some don't want to run both, maybe that's a struggle they have. But I mean, going back to what Rob said with some drivers running light instead of medium, again, the only two that I highlighted were Garrison and Jurors, the two Austins. Those guys should be extremely strong running their own respective categories all season. I know we've seen Jurors in Route 66 running KA. He's been really successful there, so we should see that level of success this year. Yeah, the other one, David, is Nick Turlecki. He, I think he's only running just light as well. Yeah, he is running late. And again, maybe somebody that maybe they'll enter uh, the other category at track. That's true. Um, that's, that's a possibility. I, I think Terlecki is just going to do the one. And again, the weight, you know, it, it's, it suits, uh, you know, either the driver's weight or, or just the category they want to compete in. Um, but yeah, Terlecki, he, he might actually be doing driver coaching as well, too, with myself. So we'll, true, we'll true. see. Oh, I you know, see. What's, keep, I it'll see keep what's, him busy. But, I see what's uh, going no, on here. He'll be helping Ryan Sporowski more than, more than me. But uh, um, 
a lot of drivers in the same class we've talked about. Brandon Jarsakrak, Brandon Lemke, Colin Warren, uh, James Overbeck, Jed Perkins, Jordan Pryor, Jonathan Treadwell, all running McGabriel in this class as well, as is Paulie Massimino. We've got Gabe and Jake Sessler coming in from Washington for this one here as well. Logan Adams, a local driver, probably has got more laps than almost anybody potentially, David, uh, um, in this grid. Um, well, again, yeah, he has the most knowledge being, uh, at the track, you know, working yeah. the racetrack and, and, uh, and knowing it, you know, by like the back of his hand, he's a former winner. I think it was junior. I'm just looking back. Yeah. 2019, he won the junior category. Okay. So a former winner and he's another driver doing just the lightweight category. There you go. The, the uh, Demasters coming in as well from Wisconsin. Uh, Emily and Tanner are going to run here as well. A lot of great guys. Elijah Skaggs. He won a winner back when he was in the junior days for Skaggs back in 2017. But, David, one, one guy we haven't mentioned that will be running both light and medium. I'm not sure if he's running anymore, but Adam Maxwell as well from AMAX Racing. Adam will actually be running all three categories. So Ooh, he'll be running yeah. light, medium, and heavy. Uh, he's actually the defending winner in the heavy category. So certainly go. has that uh, man on the mantle and uh, holding that going into the weekend. So I would assume for him, he's probably got a heavy cat, a cart, or maybe a medium heavy cart and then a light cart. So yeah, I would assume right? he's got to have two, two, if not maybe three different machines uh, for him to compete in. All right, let's move on now to the heavy category. David, just talk a little bit about the race winners we've had before. Uh, we didn't talk about the fact that Colin Warren had won both 2020 and 2021, two straight wins for Warren in senior light. In senior heavy, though, uh, a good mix of drivers. Got a, a Canadian, you got uh, the Emperor, and you got uh, the Young Gun. <laughs> the, right? the young gun yeah i guess yeah, essentially young. yeah like 60 or 17 right yeah yeah it's uh, gary's not exactly old but no he, uh, i called yeah. him the emperor he is the emperor yes correct I him the emperor. uh but yeah i think i think adam has a little bit more to uh to get under his belt before he gets close to to the emperor status that that's is, why uh, i called gary him the Lawson. young gun i know He's i the know young gun. i know i get it i know <laughs> it's just yeah this uh this one again it's a it's an interesting category um you know, it's the same weight as Masters. And so it, it's, I don't know. And it, we've only had it three years. Curtis Fox was the, was the inaugural winner. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it's it's just going to be a, certainly with, with Lawson, I think, running only heavy. It, it, it's very odd. But obviously, he's got a lot of customers under the Lawson Speed Shop. So, okay. uh, so that's probably going to keep him busy and not uh, on the racetrack for very much. So he's going to get at least this one category in and then coming in trying to pick up a second uh, victory in this category. So, which I think it will be his third overall uh, at the cup carts, North America, grand national. So uh, that's uh, that, yeah, that's going to be the story who can, again, lot. This was one of those categories. It was lot. It was, it was, if I recall correctly, it was either you pick rain tires or you pick dry tires. Yeah. And I think Maxwell picked the dry tires and was able to pull off the victory. Uh, and as Lawson ended up dropping down to third, hanging on with rain tires. So it was a real interesting, uh, strategy call, uh, to, to get Maxwell that victory. But again, he finished sixth in 2020. So he certainly has the speed both in the dry and in the wet, but there's also a number of different drivers who, who can win, including the North champion, Connor Lund. He's been super quick, a lot of, uh, moving over to the Eagle cart. Um, and then Canadian champion, Logan Ferguson, not too familiar with him, but uh, a champion in the field as well as Sean Mayer, the South champion. So all three divisional champions in this field, uh, in 2022. And, and Dave, you look at guys who are badasses in, in force field karting, you know, whether it's at rock Island or wherever it may be, you got Michael Dittmer. Uh, he's in the show, Riley Scott coming off the, the Scott family total coming off a really successful weekend at rock Island on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Jeff's uh, Riley Scott picked up two, and Jeff Scott picked up one as well. So uh, three three rock trophies going that way. So Riley just doing the heavy category. He he what raced I think ten different categories at Rock Island Grand Prix. So <laughs> not exactly going to be a busy weekend for him just running the heavy category. But certainly um, he has a, he has the pace if he can get the setup right. Dittmer's going to be among the favorites, finishing in eighth last year. Uh, looking at other ones, Jeff Shaw, he's been really good on the Northern side, Northern division this year. I think he picked up a couple wins, uh, before Lund actually picked up the championship, but he finished six last year in the heavy category. So watch for the, the California Jeff Shaw. 
Uh, Eric Fagan, again, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that guy is fast. He actually lost the master's category due to coming in underweight. Uh, and then something happened to where he couldn't get started uh, for the heavy main event. So um, maybe some redemption uh, for, for Connor Lund going, or for, uh, sorry, Eric Fagan going into this year's event. Yeah, what else you got there, uh, Nate? Anybody else to stand out for you? Yeah, I mean, we talked about the two big ones, Adam Maxwell and Gary Lawson. Obviously, those are two that I had going in. The one, again, that we talked about, Riley Scott, with the wave of momentum that he's on with his success at the Rock Island Grand Prix and the Quincy Grand Prix, I think he'll be one to watch. Yeah, Matt Lida finished second last year. He's back for more, so look for Matt to dial things in in the number 19. Do, do you know this guy, A.J. Roderick? I'm not quite familiar I, with that. old A.J. A.J. was actually, <laughs> when I, we raced at Rock Island, remember? Not Rock Island, at, at Battle of the Brickyard. Yep. A.J. was my wrench. We had things dialed in. If I hadn't crapped the bed, I think we would have been all right in that race. But uh, <laughs> we qualified second, he and I. It was good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Another one. Oh, yeah, Drake Ostrom. He's yeah. coming off getting married. So this will be his oh, first... Really? Uh, yeah, he just got married just after the Rock Island Grand Prix weekend. You know, won the King of the King of the Rock uh, in the Briggs 206 category there. So he's coming off that, coming off getting married. So we'll see if there's a, a honeymoon hangover or if he's uh, ready to go battle. <laughs> Justin Wishart, of course, one to watch. Steve McFoy, a, a top Canadian driver that spends a lot of time running it south of the border. And, and let's let's wrap it up and talk about David Cole in Grand Rapids, Michigan. David, Ooh. is this the year? Is this the recovery year? The redemption? No, heavy category is just for fun, really. Oh, I mean, come I'm just, on, David. This, no, this one is just <laughs> so I can get more seat time since I haven't raced all year uh, to kind of match myself up. I'm glad this one's early in the schedule. Uh, it'll kind of be, you know, if I'm if I'm mid-pack in this category, I will be super happy. Again, there's right. a lot of talented drivers. There is. There not is. to mention, you know, some of the Masters drivers in the field as well, too. You know, Ryan Sprowski's doing both. Yep. So hopefully we'll be able to work together all weekend long to – I mean, he's been fast all year at the Cup Carts North Division, picked up a victory in the Masters category at South Bend. So, you know, again, if I can be mid-pack in this field, I would be tickled. Pink. All right. Well, after this break, folks, we'll come back and we'll talk about a class that David expects to be better than mid-pack. Mid, mid, uh, mid we'll talk Masters it. after this break. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of Karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Cart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. There is no other brand in karting more recognized across the globe than Rotax. Race Rotax is proud to provide the platform for Rotaxians to compete across the U.S. from the grassroots level all the way to the Rotax Grand Finals. The road to Porta Mayo reaches its final stage on the October 7th to 9th weekend with the Rotax U.S. Trophy Final event. Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana is the site of this inaugural event, bringing together competitors from the Trophy Series East and Trophy Series West, as well as Rotax racers from Canada, Mexico, and other countries from around the world, all to battle for 12 tickets to the Rotax Grand Finals. The 2022 Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals will take place 
in Porto Mayo, Portugal on November 19 to 26 for the 22nd edition of the Olympics of Karting. Visit racerotax.com to learn more about each trophy series program and the trophy final event. Race Rotax, together we ride. Welcome back to episode number 45 of the ECAN Outlap, our preview podcast. We're talking about the Cup Carts North America Grand National Six, which will take place uh, at uh, Newcastle Motorsports this coming weekend. This particular segment, we'll talk about drivers uh, who were racing before Nate Dean was even born. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. All these drivers could be Nate's father. Or grandfather. In my so case. could you, Rob. <laughs> in yeah, my 100%. Yeah. All right, let's go into the master's class, David. This is uh, it's a great category. This is the one I ran. We, we both actually ran in it back in 2019 when we ran together. A ton of great drivers, 45 in total right now. Give us a quick run through the former winners, then we'll have a look at uh, this all-star lineup. Yeah, Michael Welsh was able to, uh, to win in 2017 and 2018. Uh, Nick Tucker made his uh, debut at the event on with the number one IKF Duffy plate to uh, to win that year in the wet. Uh, Brandon Atkins just just you know came and destroyed us essentially in 2020 uh, with his lightweight ass <laughs> up front. <laughs> uh, and then last year, Dittmer was able to take advantage of of um, Eric Fagan coming in underweight to uh, to score what was essentially the triple crown winning the spring nationals, winning his division, and then winning at the grand nationals as well in the master's category. So, uh, in Welsh is not going to be there. Tucker actually is on the entry list. So we got Tucker and Dittmer. So two former winners in the field. All right. Uh, let's, let's talk a bit here. I know Nate, this is a little bit outside your wheelhouse. Uh, (laughs) we've been watching these guys (laughs) for 20 years, but, uh, give me some names that you, that you may have seen, or I'm kind of following in the the coverage you've done on e-carding news. I mean, yeah, with all the stuff we have been doing with Quincy and Rock Island, Michael yeah. Dittmer is one that absolutely stands out, especially with his performances the past couple of years. Same with Nick Tucker, obviously Nitro Kart sponsoring the events. So that makes sense for him to be racing, probably be up there as well. Um, other than that, not a lot of other names I recognize. Curtis Ruth from Arizona, who's an absolute character, and whenever the Stockholm guys went down, we'd always be hanging out with him. So hopefully he does well, but other than that, not a lot of names that I can pick up on. Well, David, we, we mentioned Eric Fagan already. He's running uh, in the, uh, the heavy class and the masters category. He'll definitely be a guy to watch. Um, James Perkins, I believe uh, David, did you say that he's going to be running on a CRG this weekend? Is that what's going on? Yeah. He's moved over to the CRG uh, chassis for 2022. He's been racing it down in Florida and uh, other events as well. So uh, Perkins will be with the LSR Motorsports and Camp Chaos tent. So I'll have another driver ticket feedback and data off of, including uh, JD Gunn, uh, Sporowski, Joe uh, Joe De, De Bouver, uh, along with uh, Carlos uh, Mor- Morez, who uh, is another Michigander. Uh, he's finished top 15 the last two years. So he's been, he's been kind of one of those drivers who wasn't quite there speed wise, but worked his way up through the the weekend to be uh, in the hunt. So a lot of quick guys, you know, we had, I think uh, three or four in the top 15 last year. So again, CRG uh, FS4 is pretty quick. I uh, look at your winners from CKNA competition. North champion Jeff Shaw will be one to watch. Of course, Ma- Matthew De- Demers or Demers probably he's from from Quebec, Canadian champion. I think one of the guys you got to watch out for, David. I'll be I'll probably be chasing him myself. At Legends is Todd Barron, uh, who is the South champion too. Yeah, that guy is quick. Uh, was the Legends winner last year, so going to be doing the double duty. I think he only competed in the Legends class last year, so double duty for him. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out for him, but he was quick all last year. Uh, I think he was another driver who was, uh, I think he won the triple crown in the legends category. So um, certainly quick has the ability to, uh, to be up front all weekend long and is uh, one of those drivers to keep a stopwatch on. I would keep an eye on Mark Steele as well. The number 34, I said a former winner. I, I think he ran, uh, one, of the, one of the open bodywork classes, I think he, he won back in 19 when we were there. Correct. Yep. Uh, you got local drivers who know the racetrack. You got Steve Knight. You got, uh, you know, Jeff uh, Jeff Hill uh, could be quick as well. 
uh, J.B. Bradford, and uh, Tom Harlman as well, uh, decided to kind of midseason put his focus on the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. He's been training hard uh, on the track quite a bit, so we'll see if Harlman's able to improve on a 12th place finish from last year. Yeah, there's just a lot of drivers that are coming back from last year that were in the top 15, probably. And then again, those who who were just outside of that, including myself, that are trying to, to yep. come back for redemption. And uh, just, again, another field that you could probably put 20 drivers as possible winners uh, in in this category. Indeed. All right, let's move into the uh, the master of the legends class, rather 35 entries as we uh, head into the show here. Uh, a new class last year in 2021. David had mentioned that Todd Barron scoring the win in the legends category uh, should be a pretty cool field. David, for me, it's interesting to be able to, you know, finally, finally run against some guys that are more my age. As I remember when I first ran Rock Island in the Briggs, I want to say I was like 43 or 44. Um, and of course, at that point, everybody you're running with was 30, 31 to 34 kind of a thing. So this is a, it, this is a really cool class, I think. And I'm glad that it's, I'm glad that it's shown a lot of support because David, you and I are seeing on the national level, masters racing, isn't really getting the support. I think that people would want, right. Re- looking really good for the super Nats and all the categories, but that's a big event. This is cool to see a bunch of guys come out here, 50 years of age and older, uh, racing in this legend class. I just, I just think it's a cool category. Well, again, this is kind of like the runoffs of Briggs Briggs 206 racing. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got drivers from all over the country uh, and and Canada as well that are going to compete in this category. So all the way from California, all the way from Florida, all the way from Ontario, all coming to uh, to compete in this event. And again, it's it's not the biggest category at the at the divisionals. You know, you get nine to maybe ten racers, but you put them all together and you get a solid That's field it. of 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 drivers that uh, again half the field capable of winning this event. And you know, you're probably on the set bottom second half, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah probably. Uh, well, you probably know. You know what? You're probably going to have a top five cart. I guarantee you're going to have a top five cart. Oh, wow! You just put, <laughs> put it all on me right now. Uh, Todd Barron's the- running. Todd Barron's running this one. He's the South champion. Yes. Veteran driver Ryan Cassidy, who will be with me uh, on the Coyote. I'll be with with Ryan. So look, I'll be getting the information off of him. Like you'll be getting the information off of everybody else under your tent because it'll be yeah. a one race street with David Cole. Trust me. Um, but got the. Other guys to watch for, hey, a couple of Canadians really fast. Jamie MacArthur and Eli Yanko. These, these are both guys that could, could run up front. Well, Yanko, yeah, when he came down in 2019, was among the quickest in yeah. Masters. Um, MacArthur, same thing. You know, they, quick quick drivers in Canada. I didn't realize you had to be over 50 to be quick. But uh, I guess uh, I guess that's helping you. <laughs> well, I, I, um, I, I love it because I look I look back. I, I used to race against Jamie MacArthur in the nineties. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I actually, I, yeah, if he's yeah, I think we probably raced in the same class in the heavy class, senior heavy back in the day. He's a great driver and it did a bunch of legends racing as well. So it could it really cool to see Jamie on the on the list here. Yeah, and then again, looking at the list, uh, Joe DeBoover under the CRG LSR tent, he's going to be coming back. He finished ninth last year but was up front fighting for podiums early on. So the weather change and kind of caught him off guard. Um, other names to look, DJ Ortiz, a driver we've seen uh, all across the country coming from Texas to race in the category. Um, he he could be one to watch as well. Yeah. James Insco. Yeah, Insco. Uh, from third Florida, last finished yeah. third last year. So you got to expect a driver who finished third to be quick again this year as well too. Again, yeah, Cassidy. I, I think that's that's going to be the fun one. He's yeah. he's able to win at the medium category at South Bend, so he certainly is going to be quick. I think him and Barron are going to be are going to be up there. But then you throw in your Canadians, and it's just this one's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, I agree. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And again, great to have that spectrum, right? After this break, we're going to come back in with the junior, the sportsman, the kid carts, the other end of the age spectrum. But the Cup Carts program, really the Briggs Two Hundred Six program on the whole. It's, it it kind of is a great place for guys that are 15 older to race, right? The, the, the cart's not going to beat you up as much. You can have a ton of fun. It's the guys that, a lot of guys that come back to the sport later on in their lives and, and really have a lot of fun. So uh, folks, final break here. We get back, as I said, we'll preview the junior sportsman and kid cart categories of this year's Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Cart's growing resume. Nitro Cart continues to make its statement as the best, 
fastest and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, NitroCart won the three biggest crowns in America in the MicroSwift division, with Matteo, Rosu, and the Scusa Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a NitroCart. The results are clear. If you want to win in Cadet, get a NitroCart and join our team. At NitroCart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning and that's what we're all about here at NitroCart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series, one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today. You want the best, you just gotta roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Rick Hart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network and episode number 45 of our ECAN Outlap brought to you by the Skip Barber Racing School. We're previewing the Cup Carts North America Grand National Six this coming weekend uh, from Newcastle Motorsports Park. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole and Nate Dean. And guys, let's jump into the junior category here right now. 52 in the junior class, 55 in sportsmen, 107. Uh, drivers in these junior categories and of course the 15 in the uh in the the kid cards david uh former winners some pretty impressive names on that list it certainly is uh you know you go back to last year's winner james overback he's made the move up to the senior ranks 2020 2020 winner was brent cruz on the nitro cart he's off doing uh, everything you can think of Trans Am <laughs> right. and uh, um, midgets and sprint cars and everything, anything on dirt. We already talked about Logan Adams winning in 2019. Uh, Alexander Cyril, uh, who's actually raced uh, the MX5, was it MX5? No, Spec MX5, Spec MX5. Uh, program. So he won in 2018. And the inaugural winner, Elijah Skaggs, uh, winning in 2017. Yeah, you look at, got to look at some of the guys that are obviously coming back from last year who, who did well. Uh, David, you know, you've got a Spencer Conrad uh, who finished second last year. You think about drivers finishing in the top five. Scroll up to Addison Ionello. She was fifth last year. She's back for more. You got to figure she's going to be at the pointy end of the grid. There's a bunch of drivers coming up from the cadet class, too, that are moving up, like a Kay Jagger and a Caleb Tarter. Those are two drivers, you know, making their debut in this junior class, but they could they can make things happen. Yeah, you also mentioned Henry Wheeler finished eighth. You have Kale Zimmerman who finished ninth. So a number, and then Garrett out and and Dexler from Ohio all finishing in the top ten last year. So a number of drivers who finished top ten coming back. Conrad obviously leading the way, finishing runner up last year, and he actually finished, I believe, second in the championship chase of the South program, which was won by Owen Lloyd out of Georgia. So he finished 19th last year. So trying to, uh, to do better with a uh, divisional championship on his belt already. Uh, yeah. You talk about a number of cadets moving up. Another one would be uh, Jace Petty who races a lot at the Newcastle facility, Nash Gerke, another driver who races at, at Newcastle as well. So it's going to be a good mix. A lot of drivers who have never been to this event. So yeah. a good mixture of veteran 
cadets moving up and, and drivers who have yet to be at the Grand Nationals. All right, let's move into the uh, the sportsman category. 55 entries in total. And, and again, drivers always kind of moving up through sportsman into junior, right? Five different winners, David, over the uh, over the last five years in this category, just as junior is. Yeah, you go back to Ayrton Grimm, who won the inaugural year along with Caden Fretwell, but uh, Grimm won again in 2019, the year that we first went. Logan Adams is actually a two-time winner, winning in the Sportsman Division in 2018. Ben Mayer winning 2020, and then last year, Keelan Harvick winning in 2021. So uh, Harvick, Mayer, and and Grimm, the last three winners. Nate, what do you got here? If you look to have a, maybe a little spin through the the drivers here, what are your thoughts on, on guys we need to be watching out for? I think the one the ones I highlight, I got AJ Stoner, Brady Shrad. They have all had fairly strong uh, 2022s. Yeah. Isaac Malcutt is always one you have to be watching. Obviously, uh, August's EK on Driver of the Month, so you kind of right. have to give him a shout out. <laughs> he had an insane month of of august and obviously it's going to be riding that wave of momentum going into this weekend so you cannot count him out when that home field uh, for the drivers at home Alyssa, eddie colin eddie race at our local track i colin has been improving quite a bit from what we've seen he's been good in the cold conditions so if we do see some colder weather i think we could see colin up there obviously getting did not qualify in a 25th, not the best results in the past two years, but has seen significant improvement. And I think we might be on for a top 10 for him. A couple of sec- second generation, actually third generation drivers at one point, uh, Brandon Soraki uh, will be racing. Of course, his uh, father, Jamie Soraki, uh, owner of Franklin Motorsports and a, and a longtime Carter as well. Hudson, Jack Erland, Hudson Erland is uh, his uh, father, JW, Jonathan Erland, Carter, uh, did a lot of racing as well. And his dad, uh, Russell, actually was a super late model driver uh, that I've known since I was a kid. So uh, cool to see some second generation drivers in there. David, there's there's other drivers may have not had the best results last year, but you expect to step it up this year. Cause this is a, this is a level where it's all about growth, right? You roll in as, as somebody new, you get a chance to learn the racetrack a bit. You're a kid growing up. You were top, you were top 15 last year. You got a chance because the, the top guys move on to, to the junior class, you got a chance to kind of step into the limelight. That's it. You know, and even drivers moving up to, from the kid carts up yeah. to the sportsman division, you got uh, uh case and Hendrickson finished third last year in kid cart, as well as Cooper mall uh, finished fifth last year. So yeah, again, you got drivers that have graduated or are not returning that uh, were up front. So it kind of opens the door for, for new names to step in. But Malka, as you talk about a uh, third generation driver, he is also a third generation driver as well. And uh, I think, you know, having the North Championship under his belt, finishing eighth in 2020 and then fourth last year. Uh, and then, as as Nate said, August driver of the month. I mean, he's he's going to have the he's going to have all the stopwatches on him. Yes. The weekend. That's a great, that's a really good point like that. I like that. All the stopwatches on him. Uh, you got eighth place finisher last year, Porter Trudell coming back in from Wisconsin. You got your South champion from this year, Robert Arana coming up from Texas. Uh, Sam Tutwiler as well, David, uh, finished in the top 15. He was 14th. Who else? Oh, Braylon Underwood as well. We've, we've seen Braylon run quite a bit over this year, uh, you know, running in Challenge of the Americas and the, and the like. He's coming in from Arizona, a big group coming from Arizona and, Braylon could be one of those guys that brings him a, a race win or a podium finish. Yeah, I uh, finished, uh, I think he was a kid Carter last year, if I recall correctly, or maybe, no, sportsman possibly. Uh, but yeah, he's been a name that we've seen uh, across the uh, the season. So again, a number of different uh, uh, names that are possibly going to pop up throughout the weekend again as we uh, bring coverage of this category. Again, drivers who have been there for two years in a row, now looking to to again make that progression and be be one of the drivers to beat uh, as the weekend goes on. Uh, let's wrap things up with kid carts. Fifteen drivers in total to run a shorter racetrack, not the full length of the racetrack, but always fun to watch the kid cart guys get out there. It's all about having a good time, all about falling in love with the sport, and then you make that jump up into the sportsman category when you're ready to graduate. and And we see these guys have a lot of uh, a lot of skills. Uh, former winners: Brady Shad, Jacob Scheibel, Sawyer Chambers, Summer Rossiter, and Camden Clay winning last year. Fifteen drivers in total. David looks like about six potentially were here last year. Yeah, we have six that were here last year. We have one that was actually here the last two years that Giovanni Frita 
from Illinois, finished eighth in 2020 and then 15th last year. So a driver with three years experience in the kid cart category uh, coming back. But the top finisher from last year, uh, Elam Stoner out of Columbus, Indiana, finished six, just ahead of what was our North Division champion this year, uh, Braden Clossy. So Braden uh, looking to uh, carry that uh, championship belt with him into the Grand Nationals to be among those uh, in contention this year. Parker Stewart as well, South champion, 16th last year. So uh, does have experience at the event. Not even It's not even so much just about the racetrack itself, but it's being part of a major event like this. Once you've done it once, it's not quite as daunting the next time you come back. So those are drivers we expect to watch, but very cool to see a total of 15 drivers in this kid card category. Guys, uh, let's wrap things up. Obviously, we're going to be uh, there all weekend long, but uh, David, final thoughts before we cap off this edition of the Outlap? Yeah, again, this is going to be a historic event. Again, possibility of having 400 entries uh, in eight categories, well over 300 drivers already going to be in attendance. Uh, just, again, a phenomenal, again, you got the runoffs going on at uh, at what, uh, VIR this weekend. So it just, again, reminds me of that runoffs yeah, feel. And yep. just everybody from all over the U.S. and even from Canada coming down. We've had some international drivers in the past, unfortunately, none this year. Uh, maybe just too busy racing at other places uh, throughout the year. And now with the COVID restrictions gone. So uh, again, I think, you know, just the bar keeps getting raised and, you know, Grand National Six is just, is just raising that bar up one notch. All right, Nate, your final thoughts before we cap things off and uh, head south, at least. We're all, yeah, we're all south. Head, head south. Yeah. <laughs> <you know. laughs> It's going to be hectic. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I can think. Just looking forward to it. Haven't been to a Grand Nationals before, so it'll be new for me, and it'll just be fun to see all the names and stuff that people that have come down from our track. Do, do you have rain gear, Nate? <laughs> I do. I do have rain gear. I'm bringing it anyway. I'm many, packing mine, but it's not going to rain. I was going to say, bring exactly. it just so it doesn't do it, right? I'm, exactly. I'm packing my rain suit just so it doesn't rain. Exactly that. All right, folks, that wraps things up for this edition of The Outlap. It is going to be a fun weekend. As we said, full coverage uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, I think there's, there's, a, there's a live TV stream, right, Dave? Yeah, they'll have a, a live stream on Facebook. So uh, the Cup Good. Carts North America Facebook, you'll be able to tune in. I'm not sure if it's all event. That's, I don't recall seeing that. But for sure, the main events on Sunday uh, will be on Facebook uh, for Cup Carts North America. Fantastic, folks. Make sure to follow all of our social media platforms as well. Both David and I will be posting to our personal uh, uh, social media channels. Same with the EKN channel. We'll dive in there and kind of share some of our uh, adventure with it as well. Of course, Nate will be doing everything that David normally does with all of the uh, top 10 results to Facebook and Twitter. Easy way to follow everything that's happening trackside. Just make sure you follow us on e on, uh, on ecardinews.com's accounts on both Twitter and Facebook to get the top 10s. A lot of content, of course, on Instagram as well. I'm sure that, uh, that uh, we'll also have some videos coming up as well throughout the, the week following from Nate. Well, a lot of stuff going to be happening. Here's your hashtags to follow as well. That'll give you all of our coverage. Hashtag EKN at CKNA. Hashtag CKNA Grand National 6. Hashtag Race Briggs and hashtag Vega Tires. Again, big thank you to uh, Skip Barber Racing Schools for being the presenting sponsor of this edition of the EKN Outlap. We are super excited. Uh, after what, 30, I think this is our 32nd event total, David, between you and I and everything we've been doing in terms of Road Dindy, all the karting stuff. I think it's I think it's the 32nd event of the year uh, that we're, we'll, that one of us at least will be hitting. So uh, we're getting close to the end of this one. A couple of great, bigger races still coming up. But this is one of our favorites, David and I both pulling on the helmet for this one. We hope you guys enjoy. Hope you enjoy the coverage. And uh, if you're not there, tune into the coverage uh, that will be available on the uh, Facebook page. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. On behalf of Nate Dean and David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>